are songs and there are songs. Hallelujah. That one is a good song. Hallelujah. It's a good song. Hallelujah. Because Jesus loves us too much. Hallelujah. Amen. Thank you, Lord Jesus. Amen. I think we should be on our feet and we should shout the greatest thank you, Lord Jesus, that we've ever shouted. Just say thank you to the Lord Jesus. Just say thank you, Lord Jesus. Just say thank you, Lord Jesus. Just say thank you, Lord Jesus. Amen. 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 So before the word, a few announcements. So we can use the bathroom downstairs, the bathroom in the fellowship hall. So, but you have to go down through the, the, the double doors here and the first left on your, on, on your left, the first um, stairs on your left. I can't get left and stairs together. <laughs> the first stairs on your left, you go down, then you can use the bathroom. You can't go through um, the, um, the lobby, but we have to go. So if you go to the lobby, you have to come all the way and go through that stairs. That is right down here. Amen. By the grace of God, next week it will all be finished. And then the next phase will be the installation of the floors. And then we'll be all good. Amen. 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 Are you glad to be in the house of the Lord? Yes. Hallelujah. Amen. 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 So today, without wasting any more time, this week we've been having the National Evangelism Week. Hallelujah. Amen. As soldiers of the Lord. Hallelujah. So I'm happy to invite our own elder, Daniel Sam, who will give us the word of God. Shall we give a clap of applause to our elder as he comes? Amen. Hallelujah. I'd like us to sing this song, and I want you to sing it with a meaning and with your spirit. Hallelujah. Lord, prepare me. Yes, Sanctuary, pure and holy, tried and true, with thanksgiving, I'll be a living sanctuary. For you, Lord, prepare me, Lord, prepare me to be a sanctuary, pure and holy, tried and true, with thanksgiving. I'll be a living, I'll be a living sanctuary for you. Lord, prepare me, Long on 
Lamb. Worthy is the Lamb. You are holy, holy, holy. Are you Lord God Almighty? Worthy is the Lamb. Worthy is the Lamb. Amen. Hallelujah. Indeed, worthy is the Lamb that has been slain for us. Amen. And if you are here this morning, like I always say, it is a privilege to be in the presence of God. Amen. Many went to bed last night, but did not wake up this morning. They are not counted among the living any longer. Amen. So if you can walk into this sanctuary on your own accord, without any assistance, know it is grace. Hallelujah. So this moment, this morning, all the other trivial issues, because that's what Paul called them. Paul said, but our afflictions are for a moment. They are, they are trivial compared to the glory that is set ahead of us. Hallelujah. So all the other, all the other afflictions, the bills not getting paid, things being tough, the bank account being empty, the overdrawn account. Hallelujah. Paul said they are trivial compared to the glory set before you. Amen. Amen? So we just want to acknowledge God. We just want to thank God this morning for his grace that has been so sufficient for us. Amen? Amen? Are you here this morning? So this morning, whether our pews are filled or not, whether the sanctuary is filled or not, I want you to make up your mind that you are going to have a personal encounter with God this morning. Amen? Amen? Because the day... The man called Jacob had his name changed to Israel. He had a one-on-one -on -one encounter with God. Hallelujah. It wasn't a congregational encounter. It wasn't a multitudinal encounter. It was a one-on-one. -on -one. Hallelujah. So I want you to make up your mind this morning. I'm going to speak very briefly and we pray. But I want you to make up your mind that you personally are going to have an encounter with God this morning. Amen. And if you agree with me, shout a big Amen. Shout a big amen. amen. Hallelujah. So, uh, since we are a presiding alluded to, we've been working on evangelism week. Amen. And the topic we've been given is repositioning the local church to proclaim the gospel with gentleness and respect for maximum impact in the nations. Hallelujah. Amen? So that means we are making some form of impact, but God wants us to make a maximum impact. Hallelujah. So turn to your neighbor and tell your neighbor, make a maximum impact. Amen? So we've been making impacts, but those impacts are not good enough. So God has given us the opportunity to make a maximum impact impact. Amen? Amen? Now, this, uh, as you can see, that uh, the uh, our title is saying repositioning the church. So my question this morning will be, who or what is a church? Are you here this morning? Who or what is a church? Is it some abstract organization somewhere? Is it a building? Who is a church? Hallelujah. When the question comes, the church, what comes into your mind? When the question or the topic of repositioning the church comes up, what comes or what emotion does that invoke? Amen? Amen. So the church, in a nutshell, is you and I. Hallelujah. Amen? We are the church. Hallelujah. So at times, we, I, which we've all been guilty of one point or the other, when there is an event going on, or there is a call to do something, in our mind, oh, some others will go. Oh, somebody will be there. Hallelujah. But you 
at a church. Hallelujah. So now, the minute and the moment we start realizing and understanding in our spirit that we make the church, when the call goes out, we know it's me that is expected to be there, not some other people. Hallelujah. When the call goes out for help, when the call goes out for some kind of activity, you know, okay, this call is for me and it's not just for some people somewhere. Hallelujah. Because we are the church. Amen? Amen? Are you here with me this morning? We are the church. So now, in order for us to make some form of impact or the ultimate impact, which is the maximum impact, we have to be repositioned. Hallelujah. You and I have to be repositioned. Our lives have to be repositioned somehow. Hallelujah. Are you here with me this morning? We cannot achieve that maximum impact if we are still operating or doing things the same old ways, seeing things the same old ways, and understanding the same things the same old way. We have to be repositioned. Hallelujah. So in order for us to transition to making maximum impact, like the scripture says in Romans 12, then we have to be renewed. We have to be repositioned. And that reposition is what Paul mentioned in a, in a different way by saying, be, trans, be transformed by the renewing of your minds. Hallelujah. Because transformation from making minimal impact to maximum impact begins with repositioning or a change. Hallelujah. Amen? This effort only begins with repositioning or a change. Hallelujah. Now, I will give, I'll give an example. People who follow soccer or sports. Now, regardless of what position you play in a game, you don't stand stagnant at one place, hoping the ball will come and find you so you can utilize it. Hallelujah. Are we here? You are constantly moving and repositioning yourself for that opportunity for the ball to come so you can utilize it. Amen. Now, repositioning ourselves does not only apply to evangelism because since we are the church and we have to go out and evangelize, that means the repositioning and the changing has to begin in our individual lives. Amen. God is willing to do certain things for us. God, God has certain things on the table for us that we can grasp and run with. But we are not positioned enough to grab it. Hallelujah. Amen? We are stuck somewhere expecting something and there is something greater here and we are not positioned to receive it. Are you here with me this morning? Amen? So in our individual personal lives, we have to be repositioned we have to rethink how we relate to God. We have to rethink how we see things of God in order to start receiving things in our lives. Amen. And then once you start receiving things in your life, that permeates and that starts showing in what you do in your local church, what you do in your household, what you do within your family, and how your neighbors see you or your co-workers or classmates see you. Hallelujah. Because then there is a transformation going on. There is a repositioning going on. Amen. Amen. Let's read our first, uh, first, first Peter chapter 3, the verse 15. First Peter 3, the verse 15. Can we project it, please? First Peter chapter 3, the verse 15. And I'll be reading from the NIV. He <clears throat> said, But in your hearts, set apart Christ as Lord. So now, we are talking about a church here. But <laughs> the apostle is saying, In your hearts, individually, not in the building, not the organization, but you, the individual, set apart Christ as Lord first. Make Christ the Lord. Make Christ the ultimate. I'll be that first. Okay? Hallelujah. And it said, always be prepared to give an answer to everyone who asks you to give the reason for your hope that you have. 
So most of us can't defend our faiths. Hallelujah. When somebody asks you, why do you guys speak in tongues? We don't know. Why do you guys lay hands on people? We really can't explain it. Why, why, why do you even get up and go to church? Oh, because my parents went to church and I also go to church. Hallelujah. Scripture is telling us this morning that for us to make maximum impact, we, in our own hearts, need to know and be able to defend our faith. Hallelujah. Amen? Amen. Not what somebody told you. Not what you read in a book. Not what you saw on TV. But what you experience yourself. Hallelujah. We should be able to defend your faith while you have such a hope. Amen. That's what the Bible says. I'm not saying it. Hallelujah. That's what the scripture is saying. We should be able to defend our faith. Amen. Are you here with me? He said, always be prepared to give an answer to everyone who asks you to give the reason for the hope that you have. But do it. Now, this is, that, this is what ties into our, uh, our title. But do it with gentleness and respect. Hallelujah. Amen. Amen. Gentleness and respect. Amen. And this gentleness and respect goes across the board. Not just you explaining your faith to a classmate or you explaining your faith to somebody at the mall, but even in your household. Hallelujah. And this morning I can say, I, this came to a test. I was ready very a long time ago to be here for church and my son is not ready. And I keep pushing. And I, I remember this scripture and I said, gentleness. Hallelujah. Amen. Before I could lose my cool, I remember the scripture says, gentleness and respect. Hallelujah. Amen. Amen. So we made it a little late, but without anybody losing their cool. Hallelujah. Amen. So, you know, I just want you to realize that repositioning begins with you. And that's why the scripture, uh, First Peter says, in our hearts, hallelujah, we should make Christ the Lord and then we should be prepared to defend our faith, hallelujah. But, whilst you are doing all that, remember respect and gentleness, hallelujah. Amen? That means you don't go to a colleague or somebody who you are trying to witness to or somebody who you think is going to hell because you've already passed judgment. It is not your place. Your, your part is only with gentleness and respect. Show them the love of God. Hallelujah. Amen. Show them the love of God. And the rest, leave it to God. Hallelujah. Christ says, just lift me up and I'll draw the world to myself. Hallelujah. So just show this person. Show that person who is getting on your nerves. That person who wanted to know the love of God and the rest, God will do it. Amen. Amen. Let's continue. So like I said this morning, when the question comes as to who is the local church, who is the local church? I believe we've gone a little far now. So who is the church and who is the local church? Hallelujah. Oh, nobody knows yet. Who is the local church? Hallelujah. Amen. So I just want to hear enthusiastically, I am the local church. I am the local church. Hallelujah. So when you see presiding elders send a text message and say, hey, we are meeting, remember, because you are the local church, that text message is for you. It's not for some people somewhere. Hallelujah. Amen. When they say there's a prayer meeting or there's cleaning around the church, just remember, because you are the local church, that message belongs to you. Hallelujah. Amen. So the scriptures tells us clearly that we are the church and not a building or some distance organization we happen to belong to or a building or an abstract organization. The church, we are the church and in this vein, the church is who we are, and the church begins in our hearts. Hallelujah. Amen? 
So this morning we are being reminded that as individuals, we make, we make what is considered a church. So we should stop thinking, if I don't show up, someone else will show up. Hallelujah. We should stop underestimating how valuable we are to the body of Christ and begin to stand firmly in our calling and make an impact at all times. When you make an impact, and I also make an impact, then we collectively will be creating that maximum impact. Amen? Amen? So you make impact in your capacity, how much impact you can create. Prisadi makes his impact. I make my impact. In the end, we'll be making a maximum impact. Hallelujah. But now, when I slack off and I'm not making my impact, and one person is making an impact here, one person is making an impact by there, we are not going to achieve that maximum impact. Hallelujah. So that's why it is incumbent on us that we know that we are the church. We form the church. We are the local church. Amen. And no matter how often you've been called to do something or no matter how much you've been recognized here, know that you as a local church member, you as a part of the local church, you are just as important as anybody else. Amen? We are all very valuable. Amen? Because it is the same grace that saved the chairman of the church. It's the same grace that saved somebody that just walked into the church today. Hallelujah. It's the same grace. Amen? Amen. So let's all together make impact that will become maximum. Hallelujah. So one, let's readjust our approach to how we do things, meaning we need to rethink how we see the church and how we see ourselves in the church, number one. Two, we should expand our vision and horizon. Hallelujah. We should expand our vision and horizon beginning now. Now we know that we make the church. We need to expand our horizon. We need to expand what we can do. Hallelujah. Three, we should be ready to tackle challenges that we face in our Christian lives with a renewed focus and approach. Hallelujah. Amen. And the word says, even whilst we are doing all that, gentleness and respect. Hallelujah. Gentleness and respect. That's what the scripture says. Amen? We must apply the new and fresh knowledge of the word of God to how we deal with our immediate family members, co-workers, neighbors, even our, in our schools. We should always apply what we learn or hear for maximum impact. Amen? Amen? So, it's one thing learning something and not ever applying it or ever using it. And you are still stuck in your old habits and behaviors. Hallelujah. And as humans, that has been the case all the time for us. But the scripture is encouraging us that since we are being reminded to reposition ourselves, since we are being reminded to take new approach so we can make a bigger impact, we can make a bigger splash in a church, in our communities, then we need to apply every new thing we learn in a scripture into our lives. We have to incorporate it into our lives so that way we can make that impact that is required of us. Amen? Amen? Amen. Amen. So let's read a scripture from Luke chapter 5, the verse 36 to 37. And this is a parable, Jesus told. He told them this parable. No one tears a patch from a new garment and sews it onto an old one. If he does, he will have torn the new garment and the patch from the new, from the new will not match the, new, uh, the old. Anyway, hallelujah. So Jesus was telling a parable about how we can adapt to new things. And he took an, uh, what do you call it, an everyday example of back in those days. It's not like today where you have a closet full of clothes. Those days, you get one garment, you wear it till it's worn out, and then you get another one. Hallelujah. 
Amen. <laughs> and those of us who are old enough, we know back in the days, there are people carrying sewing machines around. They call them Adie. Hallelujah. And Adie comes in and the hole in your shorts or the torn, they fix it for you and you keep wearing it. Hallelujah. That was the days. Hallelujah. So even the, in the days of Jesus, it was even worse. People buy one garment and they wear it until that thing is falling apart before they get a new one. And Jesus is saying that, listen, when you wear this garment and it's all, uh, what do you call it, holy and all patched up, and you get a new one, you don't try to save this old one by cutting piece of the new one to fix the old one. Hallelujah. You get rid of the old one and you put on a new one. Hallelujah. Amen. So, when, when you encounter God, when you encounter Christ, and you become a new person, you become a new uh, creature, you become a new person, you don't try to use that new creature God has made you, the new creation God has made you, to patch up the old cre uh, creation. Hallelujah? Amen. For instance, if you are a drunk, and you were saved... You don't keep the same old drunk friends and sit at the same spot where you sit to be getting drunk. Amen? Amen? Another example, if you are a drug addict and you were saved and grace has pulled you out of that, uh, what do you call it, that state, you don't keep the number of your dealer. Hallelujah? <laughs> Amen? <laughs> you don't keep the number of the dealer and you have nothing else to say to your dealer because you are a new creation. Amen. So, repositioning ourselves, if you are one of those people at work or in a neighborhood, back home, when people live in compound house, they said, this person, you cannot get far from their co-port. Uh, you can. If you are one of those people where nobody can approach you and talk to you. If you are one of those people who it's like you just don't let anything slide, you will give it to the person no matter what. Hallelujah. If you're one of those people who have never seen any fight you don't like, if you keep that old garment and Christ has become part of your life now, there is no way you can maintain that old garment and still be able to witness to anybody or make a maximum impact. Hallelujah. Amen? There's no way you can do that. So that's why Jesus gave that parable. So, and I'm just bringing this parable so we can, we can understand that we are repositioning ourselves. We are changing things around so we can make maximum impact in our lives, in our finances, in our careers, and in the house of God. But whilst you are doing that, you cannot maintain the old habits and expect the new habit to take hold for you to make an impact. Amen? Amen? For instance, if you are somebody who just have trouble saving money, you just have trouble saving money, so you are always broke. And now you attended a financial class and you understand, okay, if I budget, if I do this, 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 this is how I'm going to get over those financial woes. You took the knowledge, you understood what you can do, but you are still maintaining the old spending habits, there is no way you are going to make an impact on your finances. Hallelujah. Is somebody here with me this morning? So, we are going to reposition ourselves in every aspect of our lives so we can make maximum impact. Amen? We should reposition our way of thinking, our way of approach to some problems that has dogged us for long time. We are being reminded to reposition with gentleness and respect. This approach should be done from a new perspective and with a new zeal. This should apply to every aspect of our lives in order to achieve this maximum impact. Not just in some new ways here and there, but the old ways are still prevailing. Amen. Now, let's read our next scripture, Mark chapter 13, the verse 10. Mark chapter 13, the verse 10. It said, and the gospel, NIV, it said, and the gospel must be preached to all nations. And the gospel must be preached to all nations. Hallelujah. 
So if you're a believer, it is your responsibility that the gospel be preached to all nations. The gospel, the good news of Christ to all nations. Not, not just people who look like you. Not just people who already share your values. Not just people who you think will agree with you. Hallelujah. Amen? Amen. I noticed something uh, years ago when we were on Woodlawn. That was a very long time ago. And uh, somebody walked into, the, into church and the person was, uh, has dreadlocks on. He was a raster man. If I, let, let, me, let me put it the way most of us will understand. And you can see the look on some of our, our members, the, the, you know, the uneasiness or the uncomfortableness around this raster man in church. Hallelujah. Because from in our culture, where we are from, that wasn't something we are used to. Hallelujah. Amen. But in other cultures, it is nothing. But in our culture, that wasn't something we are very used to. So you can see the unease and uncomfortableness people had around this guy. But today, Bible, the scripture is telling us we need to take a new approach. We need to reposition ourselves because the gospel, according to Mark, must, should be preached to all nations. Hallelujah. To all different types of people. The gays, the lesbians, we might, we might disagree with their choices. Hallelujah. The drug addicts, we might, we might disagree with their life choices, but scripture says the gospel must be preached to all creations or all nations. Hallelujah. So when you get an opportunity this morning, I just want to encourage you. When you get an opportunity to preach to somebody or share the love of God to somebody, your only responsibility is to share that Christ died he is a son of God, and he came to die for our sins, to save us from our sins. It is not your responsibility to pass judgment and say, listen, you see the clothes, you see how you are dressed, you are going to hell in, the, in this clothing. You see the life choices you have, you are going, it's not your responsibility to pass judgment. It is your, only your responsibility you have is only to share the love of God. Hallelujah. And let God take you from there. Amen? Are you with me this morning? So, when it comes to evangelism, I want to remind us, it is our duty to preach the gospel to all nations, to everybody, anybody, any creature, regardless of their life choices, regardless of how bad their life look, regardless of how awful they are, when you have the opportunity, it is not your responsibility to be pointing out how their life turned out to be. Your responsibility is to share the good news of Christ. Hallelujah. Amen. And when we do this, and the person understands the love of Christ, you don't have to tell them, don't do this or don't do that. They will understand that at this point, I've taken on a new life. I've taken on a, 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 a new way of life. This old life doesn't fit me any longer. Hallelujah. Amen. Amen. It's, so our responsibility as believers, when it comes to evangelism, is to share the good news of Christ. It's not our job to judge the world. Amen. Amen. Let's leave that to the righteous judge, God himself. Hallelujah. Amen. It's not our job. Our only responsibility, like the scripture says, is to proclaim the gospel, the good news of God to every creature, to every nation. Amen. Amen. I believe you are here with me. So we should not only speak to people we think are living life that suits us or life that we think is right to speak to. We should not only share the good news of Christ to people we think will accept it. You know, you don't know who God has already touched. You don't know a heart that Christ has already prepared. And all you have to do is just share the word. Hallelujah. And this is why most of us get edgy or get, uh, what do you call it, afraid sometimes to share the word. Because one, we are looking at who we are sharing the word with. And that's, we shouldn't look at them. We should just share Christ. That's it. 
Amen? Even at times, it is not even important to share your... Don't go and preach your church. Don't go preach church. Don't go and preach, preach Christ. Hallelujah. And when the person accepts Christ, they will find your church. Amen? Amen? Just preach Christ. And once the person accepts Christ and the love of Christ, everything else will follow. Amen? Then they will call you and say, by the way, this Christ you are talking about, I think I like what you are saying. Where can I go to learn more? Hallelujah. And then you tell them, you know what, Sunday, meet me at church. Amen. Hallelujah. Amen. So, as we know, we just can't go saying something we have no idea of or has any experience of. So it is important that we know our own scripture and understand our faith. Amen? So for you to go out there and be somebody who is making a maximum impact when you evangelize, you need to know your own scriptures. Not just what somebody said, not what you hear on YouTube, but know the scriptures yourself. Amen? So when the person asks a question, you can go into the scriptures and you don't go and refer to, oh yeah, I saw this, this video on YouTube, they said this and that. No, no, you go to the scriptures. Hallelujah. <laughs> Or something you saw on Facebook. Hallelujah. So, this is what Paul told Timothy in the book, uh, 2 Timothy chapter 2, the verse 15. 2 Timothy 2, 15. If you can project it for us. 2 Timothy 2, 15. <clears throat> the NIV says, Do your best to present yourself to God as one approved, a workman who does not need to be ashamed and who correctly handles the word of truth. Amen. Amen. This is what you should be doing. He said, do your best to present yourself to God as, as one approved, a workman who does not need to be ashamed, and who correctly handles the word of truth. So, when it comes down to evangelism, when you know your scripture, okay, when you present yourself to God and you know God yourself, one, fear goes away. Two, being ashamed or being shy goes away. And you, you have this boldness, you have this boldness and confidence because you can handle the word of truth. Amen. So to reposition ourselves to make that maximum impact, we need to know the word ourselves. Hallelujah. We need to be able to defend our faith. Amen. I know there are a lot of people who cannot defend their faith. They cannot explain why we speak in tongues. They cannot explain why we lay, we lay hands on people. And it's just something we do at church and that's it. Amen. But I want you to start going deeper and knowing these things for yourself. Knowing the scripture gives you the confidence and, and, that it, and it completely erases shame and fear away. Amen? Amen. No matter where you go, you will be making maximum impact because you have confidence and you can handle the word of truth pro uh, properly. Amen. Now, let's read another scripture. Jeremiah chapter 1, the verse 7 to 9. Jeremiah chapter 1. NIV said, but the, <clears throat> but the Lord said to me, Do not say I'm a child. You must go to everyone I send you to and say whatever I command you. Amen? So this is God talking to Jeremiah. Jeremiah was very young when he was called a prophet. So God is saying to Jeremiah, listen, don't just say or be afraid and say, I'm a child, so I can't say this, so I can't say that. But you, just go to whoever I send you to and say what you want. So today, if you, are, if you are in high school, if you are in middle school, if you are in college, wherever you are, it does not diminish your ability to share the good news of Christ. Amen. So this scripture is telling us that no matter where you are, no matter how old you are, or no matter how young you are, it doesn't change 
the dynamics of you being able to share the word of God with somebody, the love of God with somebody. Amen? All right, let's continue since our time is going very fast. <clears throat> so the verse 9, it said, Do not be afraid of them, so fear shouldn't be a factor, for I am with you and I will rescue you, declares the Lord. So God is saying that when we have the opportunity to share his word, we shouldn't be afraid because he is with us. Amen? Nine. Then the Lord reached out to his, his hand and touched my mouth and said to me, Now I have put my words in your mouth. Now, nowadays things will not be as dramatic as the days of Jeremiah where the God is reaching out his hands to touch your lips and all that stuff. Jeremiah's experience is different. However, the Spirit of God lives in us. Amen? Spirit of God lives within us today. So, so the Word of God is in your mouth already. All you need is the wisdom and the zeal to share it as the Spirit will lead you. Amen? So this morning, that's one of the things we are going to pray for, that God himself will give us the wisdom and the zeal to share the word of God. Amen. Because at times, I've, I had a co-worker who just doesn't excite this wisdom. So everybody just blows on. Anytime he wants to talk about Christ, people walk away. Hallelujah. Because there is, you need to use wisdom to say the right things at the right time to the right person. Amen. Most of us don't have that. Amen. So this one, we are going to pray that when it comes to evangelism, God himself will give us what it takes, the wisdom and the zeal to know when and how and who to share the word with at a proper, at the appropriate time. Hallelujah. Amen? Because like the book says, like Ecclesiastes says, there is time, there is a time and season for everything under the sun. Amen? So, you know, yes, we know you, you want to share the word of God, but pray for wisdom. Pray for that zeal that you share the word because there is a time and a season for everything. There are certain times you approach somebody once you start speaking, they are all ears. And then you approach the person at some odd time and they just walk away from you. Hallelujah. So what we need is that wisdom to be able to approach somebody and speak God's love to them at the right time because Ecclesiastes says there is a time and a season for everything. Everything under the sun. Amen. Hallelujah. Are you with me this morning? Amen. So, as we embrace the new anointing and repositioning ourselves in Christ, it will become evident in our everyday lives that things are different. Your victories will make it even easier to share the good news of Christ. Amen. So, our last scripture. Let's read Mark 16, the verse 15 to 18. Mark 16, 15 to 18. The NIV said, He said to them, Go into all the world and preach the good news to all creations. Again, all creations. Amen? So, those we like, those we don't like, those we, uh, we appreciate, those uh, scripture says we should preach to all creation. And it says, whoever believes and is baptized will be saved, but whoever does not believe will be condemned. Amen. Now, the scripture didn't say you will be condemning them now. Amen. <laughs> the scripture didn't say you will be condemning them. The scripture didn't say you will be saving them. It's all the work of God. All you have to do is present the good news. That's it. And let God do the rest. Amen? <laughs> Amen? And said, so these signs will accompany those who believe. In my name, they will drive out demons. They will speak in new tongues, which we do here. Hallelujah. So this morning, if you believe, I don't know how long, and none of these signs are following you, as we are going to enter into a short time of prayer, desire to have the signs follow. Because scripture says we believe these signs will follow us. Hallelujah. Amen? Scripture says when you believe, in my name you drive out demons, 
They will speak in new tongues. They will pick up snakes and with their hands. And when they drink deadly poison, it will not hurt them at all. They will place their hands on the sick people and they will be healed. So, let me clarify something as the poison, the poison part and the snake part. Scripture is not saying we should necessarily deliberately go and pick up snakes or drink poison. Hallelujah. But if accidentally that happens, Scripture says you wouldn't be hurt. Hallelujah. Amen? Amen? So, now, and Scripture also says when we believe, when we lay our hands on the sick, they should be healed. That should be one of the signs that follows us. We the believers. Amen? So these are the mandates of our Lord Jesus Christ himself. And these mandates are followed, you know, if followed, has a lot of perks. Salvation, being able to escape death, and the ability to heal the sick. So when we believe, when we reposition ourselves, and we, we start believing, and we start applying the word of God, Scripture says there will be signs and wonders that follows us. This morning, it is my prayer. That God will give us, one, the wisdom and the zeal to be able to preach his good news when it is appropriate to the right people. Hallelujah. Two, that he will give us what it takes. That we as believers, the signs and wonders, the scripture says, will follow us wherever we go. Let's let all, let's all be on our feet. Forever, oh Lord. Oh Lord, our word is settled, is settled in heaven forever, forever, forever. Oh, oh Lord, our word is settled, our word is settled in heaven. Oh, forever, 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 oh Lord, forever, oh Lord, forever, oh Lord, forever, In heaven, forever, 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 We are going to pray. The scripture says we should go out and preach to all nations and all creations. But we want to pray. We want, we want God to give us what it takes, the wisdom, the zeal it takes to do this appropriately, adequately to achieve that maximum impact. Just lift up your voice and pray this morning. Father God, in the name of Jesus, Father, you ask your people, we are before you, Lord. It's our prayer, Lord, that Lord, your word says we should go out into the nations. We should go out and preach your good news. We should go out and present your love of mankind to everybody that will listen. For, but Father, Lord, we don't know how. We don't know when. We don't know how to do this. It's my prayer this morning, Lord, that you grant us the mercy. You grant us the mercy. You grant us, you grant me the favor, Lord. Grant me the wisdom, the zeal, Father, Lord, to know the seasons, to know the proper season, Lord, to speak 
to know the proper season, Lord, to share your word. In the name of Jesus, I pray. Father, I pray for wisdom this morning. I pray for wisdom, an exceptional wisdom. Wisdom, Father, Lord. Wisdom that's very sensitive to the Spirit of God. Spirit of God, I pray that I could be sensitive to you. That I should know the right time, the appropriate time to share your word. In the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus. In the mighty name of Jesus. We pray this morning. We pray this morning. We are praying also that God himself will remove fear. Fear from our lives. Things and replace fear with faith in our lives. That that faith will be something that will appeal to others for them to want to know what our hope is. Just lift up your voice. Father God, this morning, name of Jesus, I pray, Father Lord, that replace any fear in my life with faith, Lord. Let me have faith, Lord. Faith, Father Lord, that attracts attention, Lord. Faith, Father God, that gets attention, Lord. Faith, Father God, that brings people, that will bring somebody to your knowledge, Lord. In the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus, we pray. In the name of Jesus. Now, as we read a scripture, scripture says we should present the, the word with gentleness and respect. Now, this gentleness and respect, sometimes when it depends on us, just we, the human nature does not allow that to happen. But I want to pray that the Spirit of God Himself will grant us that gentleness, that that gentleness that we need to show his love to the world, that respect that we need to show his love to the world, the Spirit himself should grant it to us. Just lift up your voice once again. Father God, in the name of Jesus, Spirit of God, I pray that you take center stage every aspect of my life. I pray, Lord, that the gentleness and the, the, the respect that I need to share your word. I pray this morning, Lord, that grant it to me, Lord. Let me, I grant it to me, Lord. Let my life, oh, be filled with that gentleness in the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus. It's not about my It's not by power Oh, by my speed it's not by my, it's not by power. It's not by my, it's not by power. You by my sea, this mountain, this mountain shall be. This mountain shall be removed. This mountain shall be removed. By my spirit, says the Lord. Father God, we thank you. We give you all the glory. We give you all the praise. We thank you for your word this morning, O oh Lord. We cannot reposition ourselves without you, O oh Lord. Therefore, Holy Spirit, help each of every one of us because we are the church, O oh God. Even when we were sinners, you still show your love for us and you have instructed us to go forth and speak your word and bring the lost soul into your kingdom. We pray that, Lord, give us the wisdom and the knowledge, O oh God. Even how we will approach the lost soul is in your hands, O oh God. We thank you this morning, O oh Lord, that we are ready, O oh God. Use us, O oh Lord. Fill us, O oh Lord. We thank you. And we praise your holy name, O oh Lord. We thank you for the man of God. Lord, bless him. We pray that next time, even when he stands here, he will even give more than today in the name of Jesus. Take away every fear from us, O oh Lord. And encourage us, Holy Spirit, that we can do it. 
And as we are walking out today, we are not walking in your, we are not walking away from your presence, O oh Lord. We will start it even right now from our homes, our job places, the, our kids in school. They can also even minister to their friends in the name of Jesus. Lord, we trust you. We know we can do it with your power, O oh God. We bless your holy name, Lord. We pray in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. Hallelujah. All right. So now we're going to prepare our tithe and offering. Can we please have the payment options projected? Our tithe and offering. The bowl. Our payment options, where is it? Huh? Okay, so we pay through Cash App, um, the COP app, and also we take checks and cash in person. All right. Are we ready? Please, let's be outstanding. Amen. I'm waiting for us to be outstanding. Joy overflows my heart. I sing a new song to the Lord. Joy overflows my heart. I sing a new song. Joy overflows, joy overflows my heart. I sing a new song. Joy overflows, joy overflows my I sing a new song. Joy overflows. I sing a new song. Joy overflows my heart. I sing a new song. I will praise His name. I will adore Him. Glory, hallelujah. Hallelujah. Joy overflows my heart. I sing a new song. I will praise His name. I will adore Him. Glory, hallelujah. Yeah. I sing a new song. Joy overflows. I sing a new song. Joy overflows my heart. I sing a new song. I will praise His name. I will adore Him. Glory, hallelujah. Hallelujah. Oh, I sing a new song. I will praise His name. I will adore Him. Glory, hallelujah. Oh, joy, I sing a new song, sing a new song, a new song, sing unto the Lord on the end, sing the holy song from your heart, oh hallelujah, sing unto the Lord a new song, oh sing unto the Lord
Shekasi. Oh, wonderful, wonderful is the Lord. Oh, hallelujah, the Lord is good. Hallelujah. We thank you, Father, that you are faithful. If there is anything, Scripture says that even when we are unfaithful, you are faithful. And you said in your word, give and it shall be given unto you. We have given that men shall give unto our bosom. Bless the offering in Jesus' name. Amen. 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 Shall we observe the following announcement? So, this coming week, next week, we are having the regional prayer conference. Hallelujah. So this is organized by the region, the regional prayer conference. And as I said, the Church of Pentecost, we are a regional church, a district church, and a local church. Hallelujah. And we are part of the New England region. So Monday, the regional joint service starts. It is in Worcester. It's in person. If you're able to make it to Worcester, it is in person. Um, I posted, if you are not on WhatsApp or if you are not getting any of our text messages that we send, please let me know so that I can add you. Amen. That is where the links and everything will be sent. So Monday, 7 p.m., and this is a whole week program. So Monday, 7 p.m., in person at Worcester. Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, we are having services but that will be on Zoom. It's still a regional service. It will be on Zoom. And then Friday, we are having a district joint service also on Zoom. Now, on Saturday, all offices, we are meeting at Worcester Central at 9 a.m. and 3 p.m. This 9 a.m. to 3 p.m. This is open to every member as well. If you want to join us at Worcester, on, on Saturday, 9 a.m. to 3 p.m., you are welcome to do so, but it is mandatory for all offices. Then on Sunday, we are meeting here at 10 a.m. at PRWC. Amen. Amen. All right. On September 23rd, I, I, I posted um, the flyer on the WhatsApp group that our sister Elizabeth Ousu had lost her father and she will be holding the funeral on September 23rd. The flyer was posted on WhatsApp, and the address is there that we shall all go and also support her. Amen. And then, uh, uh, Brother Bright, so by the grace of God, oh, Bright, come and come, come, come. I'll put you on the spot a little bit. The Lord has been good. Bright, come, come, come. So he came back and it's all ripped on top of it. Hallelujah. <laughs> so by God's grace, our brother Bright was deployed. He's in the military. He was deployed and by God's grace, he back home safely. Hallelujah. So welcome back. We are grateful to see you. Amen. We thank God. Amen. 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 Welcome back. Welcome back. So it's good to see you. Amen. We thank God. Amen. 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 That will be for the Adanote. We'll come and give um, the, the, another announcement. And then after that, then we'll have um, prayer and go home. Amen. God is good. And all the time. Yeah, I carry a little bit of bad news. That is, uh, with a heavy heart, I have to announce that our presiding elder's dad went home to be with the Lord. And I believe you all know because it was posted. Next Sunday after church, we'll be heading to his residence and we'll just to go show our respect to the family. So this is his phone number. If you don't have it, this is the presiding elder's phone number. Area code 571-226-7000, 226-7000. And if you happen not to be in church next Sunday and you want to just go to the house, this is the address to 1414 
Paul Spring Road. Paul, like the name Paul. The next, the next is spring, like we have spring, and then road. It's in Farmington, Connecticut. 14 Paul Spring Road, Farmington, Connecticut. So next Sunday after church, from right from church, we'll be heading to the residence. Hallelujah. God bless you. Amen. Shall be on our feet. So you know when we're giving the Titan offering, the Holy Spirit was telling me that remind them what I said from the beginning of the year. Hallelujah. So Deuteronomy 31.8, we stood on this and then we had a joint, well, we had a program. Hallelujah. And he said, and the Lord, and the Lord, hallelujah, and the Lord, I say again, and the Lord, hallelujah, is the one who is going ahead of you. Hallelujah. He will be with you. I'm reminding you what the Lord said from the beginning of the year. He said, he is the one who is going ahead of you. He will be with you. He will not desert you or abandon you. Hallelujah. So because of that, do not fear and do not be dismayed. Hallelujah. Amen. Look at your brother and sister and tell him, the Lord is with you. He will not leave you. He will not abandon you. He will not desert you. For he is with you. Do not be afraid. And do not be dismayed. Look, turn to the next one and tell somebody else too. The Lord is with you. He will not leave you. He will not abandon you. For he is our God. Hallelujah. So we are not afraid. Hallelujah. Somebody just thank him. Just bless his name. Just thank him. Just thank him right now with a heart of thanksgiving, standing on his word that he will not leave you. He will not desert you. He will not abandon you. Just thank him. Just thank him. Just bless his name this morning in the mighty name of Jesus. We thank you for your word. We thank you for your word. We thank you for your word. We thank you for your word in the mighty name of Jesus Christ of Nazareth. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you that you will not leave us. Thank you that you will not abandon us. Thank you that you are with us in the mighty name of Jesus. Jesus thank you, Lord. What a friend we have in Jesus. All our sins and grief to pass. What a privilege to carry everything to God in prayer. Oh, oh what peace we often fall. Yeah. 